concluding prayer by Terry Haddock, Norfolk Police Department. And please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. If y'all would bow your head with me in prayer. Uh, Almighty God, thank you for, for your goodness and your protection over our mayor and our council members. Grant them wisdom and all the decisions that they make concerning our, the future of our city. Lord, fill our city with your peace and your love. Please keep our first responders safe, give them strength, guide them in the different situations that they encounter each day. Let our hearts always be uh, toward the hurting and the downcast. And Lord, I God, I ask that you just show mercy and strength and favor on each and every one here tonight. Let your peace reign in your mighty, precious name, we pray. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for Please call the roll. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Here. Ms. Johnson? Here. Ms. McClellan? Here. Mr. Riddick? Here. Mr. Smeagle? Here. Mr. Thomas? Here. Mr. Alexander? Here. The motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, please read the resolution certifying the closed meeting. I'm a resolution certifying a closed meeting of the Council of the City of Norfolk in accordance with the provisions of the Virginia Freedom of Information Act. Approve it. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Uh, good evening. For the benefit of those who do not regularly attend our City Council meetings, the procedure that will follow is to first take up ceremony items. Next, we'll take up public hearings, then the consent agenda, which will be voted on in a block. If any member of the council or the public wishes to discuss an item, it will be moved from the block on the consent agenda and considered separately. Following the consent agenda, we'll take up our regular agenda items in order as they appear on your docket. Upon the completion of the agenda, we will take up any new business to come before the council. To address the council, you should have registered to speak in the lobby prior to 7 p.m. When your name is called, come to the podium, state your name and your address, and please limit your comments to three minutes. We do not have any ceremonial items, but tonight I would like to recognize uh, Mr. Gail, uh, Dr. Gail uh, Nicola and her graduate students. They are studying public administration and they're here uh, from Old Dominion University to observe local government work. Please stand to be recognized. Clerk, PH1. Yeah, PH1 is a matter of public hearing schedule this day under the state law public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of Benny Victor development for A, an amendment to the future land use designation in the general plan, Plan Norfolk 2030, from office to commercial, and B, a rezoning from O, office to conditional CR regional commercial on property located at 5900 Northampton Boulevard. And this matter was passed by June 26th, and the Planning Commission recommends approval 
Mr. Clerk, I believe there's a motion to continue generally. Mr. Yes. Thomas? Yeah. Mr. Smigel. Um, yes, um, and before we do that, one of the reasons why about uh, this is because, interestingly enough, on PH3, we are getting ready to vote on our Norfolk Green Infrastructure Plan. And so I, I obviously can't sit there and count all the trees that are in here, um, but on average, there's 80 to 100 tree, 120 trees per acre in a forest. And so we're looking at taking down almost 800 trees in this area with no plan for any type of replacement at all. And I think there needs to be a discussion about one, the quantity of trees that are going to be put back in this um, in relation to what's being taken out, or two, supplying some type of funding for us to replace these trees somewhere else in the city, um, especially since we've been working on our canopy. This is going to keep on putting us behind. By the way, I made these same comments when we did the IKEA deal um, and uh, understanding that uh, we would start looking into these matters as we were doing projects like this. Uh, and I think uh, Councilwoman uh, Williams Graves would like to add something to that as well. Um, thank you. I would like to add um, my grants for the continuance just because I wanted to. I would like the Civic League to get more information with regard to traffic patterns. I'd like for us to get more information with regard to traffic patterns. Um, I know that it's horrible out there now, and because there's so much construction out there. Um, but once that has all subsided and all that's been done, I still would like to see what traffic flow looks like. Um, in that area. So those are the concerns that I have. And then taking into consideration Tommy's um, concerns as well. Okay. So is the motion to continue generally? Motion is continue generally. Okay. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Mrs. Doyle? Aye. Mrs. Graves? Aye. Mrs. Johnson? Aye. Mrs. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, PH2. Page two is the public hearing scheduled to stay under the state law public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments approving a lease agreement with TWP, the youth movement, for a lease of city-owned property located at 700 East Olney Road known as the Vivian C. Mason Arts and Technology Center. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. I have an ordinance approving a lease agreement with TWP, the youth movement, for a lease of city-owned property located at 700 East Olney Road known as the Vivian C. Mason Arts and Technology Center. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Mrs. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Um, I just want to say thanks to Deidre for all that you do for our young people um, with Teens with a Purpose because it's a great organization and it's very special. And you give our kids a place to express themselves safely about issues that they're dealing with. And for some children, that is the only place that they have. So thank you so much for what you do for our kids. I vote aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye, and thank you again, Ms. Love, for um, being with our, our scholars. It's greatly appreciated. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH3? PH3 is a public hearing scheduled to stay under the state law public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of City Planning Commission for an amendment to Appendix B in the table contents within Plan Norfolk to adopt the Norfolk Green Infrastructure Plan. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Have an ordinance to amend the city's general plan, Plan Norfolk 2030, so as to adopt the Norfolk Green Infrastructure Plan. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH4. PH4 is a public hearing scheduled to stay under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments approving a lease agreement with 757 Accelerate Inc. 
for the lease of city-owned property located at 501 Bush Street. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. I have an ordinance approving a lease agreement with 757 Accelerate, Inc. for the lease of city-owned property located at 501 Bush Street. This fits with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. <coughs> Mr. Clerk, C1 through C4 will be considered in a block. Approve the consent agenda. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, R1. R1 is an ordinance to amend and reordain section 2-326.3 of the Norfolk City Code 1979 as amended so as to eliminate the membership limit upon the Norfolk Criminal Justice Board. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R2? R2 is an ordinance authorizing the city manager to negotiate an agreement in substantial conformity with the terms and conditions of the attached purchase and sale agreement for the purpose of purchasing certain property known as 725 Sedgwick Street in the city of Norfolk for the Ohio Creek Watershed Improvement Project authorizing the purchase of said property and authorizing the expenditure of a sum of up to 160000 for such property purpose from funds heretofore appropriated. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R3? R3 is an ordinance approving the conveyance of those certain parcels of property located at 1911 Johnston's Road, Southside, Wind Lane, and 7001 Wind Lane by the Laramore Lawns Community Park Association to the City of Norfolk, authorizing the City of Manager to accept the deed of gift on behalf of the city and authorizing the expenditure of a sum of up to $5,000 for all related transactional costs. Dispense with the charter requirement for read the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Uh, Councilman Smeagle, thank you for working so hard to make this happen. Aye. Okay, Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? And thank you to um, Parks and Recreation Daryl's in the back and our city staff for working with the community on uh, finalizing this. Thank you for all of your hard work. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. All right. R4? R4 is an ordinance dedicating certain city-owned property located at 814 Little Bay Avenue for public use as an open green space. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Dispense with the charter <coughs> requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, do you have any additional items? I have a couple of additions, sir. Please go um, for it. Of a resolution appointing four persons to two commissions for certain terms. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. And I have an ordinance creating an emeritus membership for the Norfolk Airport Authority Board and appointing Father Cobb as the emeritus commissioner. Dispense the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Doyle? Aye. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. 
and that's all I have, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Ms. Pishko, do you have anything? I do not. All right. Uh, new business. Uh, Danny Legan. My name is Danny Legan. I reside at 3844 Dare Circle. Uh, welcome aboard, uh, Mrs. Doyle. Uh, I know you're a new member, and uh, I've come here to kind of uh, uh, warn you or at least give you a picture of uh, the fraternity that you have joined. Uh, you will learn that coming to city council would be an unusual experience. You will see me often and frequent, probably for the next 10 years if it goes like the last 10 years. Uh, you will find out that you will have the ability uh, to uh, use vulgarity to citizens uh, within this city and there will be no consequences from Norfolk City Council. You will have the ability uh, to bully uh, citizens if you choose, and there will be no consequences from Norfolk, Norfolk City Council. Uh, you will be able to threaten citizens of the city, and there will be no consequences from Norfolk City Council. Uh, you will uh, find out uh, that you may yourself be bullied by members of Norfolk City Council, and there will be no consequences. Um, there may be uh, a rise every once in a while if uh, someone jumps on you, but it will quickly go away. Uh, you will also find as you read through the rules of Norfolk City Council that you have no limitations to your powers. Uh, there are no rules or regulations uh, to govern members of Norfolk City Council or consequences, uh, even though Mr. Smeagle himself has requested uh, that that be initiated. Uh, when, in turn, uh, this was requested uh, to be uh, approached by Mrs. McCullen, her reply was, we don't have the time. Of course you don't have the time to govern your own self. But you will find out there are very strict limitations for the individuals who walk to this podium. Uh, they will be told uh, they can't do this, they can't do that, and there will be consequences for them. So in essence, you've come into a fraternity that you have uh, carte blanche to do pretty much as you want um, because they, as uh, they have, ex uh, have uh, let's say, shown over the last 10 years, simply do not have to ask questions. They can just remain silent. Michael J. Muhammad. Michael J. Muhammad, um, 1216, Curry Court, Norfolk. I um, wanted to come before you this evening with Mr. Randy Baker, the uh, proprietor of Granny's um, Restaurant and Jazz Lounge on 35th Street in Norfolk. He'll speak to his concerns, but I come because, unfortunately, he feels that his concerns are not being heard by the appropriate parties and addressed uh, as he is being bombarded by um, influential members of the community and their use of government to uh, hinder his business and really um, almost destroy his business. He's lost a tremendous impact. Um, he's not being given a fair review and it's unfortunate to have to come before this body to ask for something that should be able to handle, be handled on a staff level. But unfortunately, through every 
uh, tier of government, there has been no redress. There is an open attack on, and continues to be, an open attack on uh, African-American nightlife in the city of Norfolk, and it should be addressed in a way that makes it possible for people to do business while following the law, but make way for people as opposed to shutting doors, as is the case in many instances, including uh, grannies. Unlike purchasing a home where you have uh, years to make your investment, opening a business that requires such an investment is an immediate investment and a loss to his family and other endeavors that he would like to venture. He's even had to consider selling his business because of the intrusion that is being made by things that should be able to be handled in a civil uh, way and addressed in a way that helps business to grow and continue to contribute as opposed to being uh, startled in their uh, opportunity to grow. We're losing businesses and to lose more businesses because of mistreatment of government or those who have, know how to access government should not be allowed. And we ask that this body, and Mr. Randy Baker will also ask, that this body use their influence to have the top layers of the um, manager's office review the actions of the Planning Commission and other entities of this government as it pertains to this business and stop the process of closing businesses, but show them the way, lead the way, and stop blockading the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Beth uh, Brooker? Good evening, Council. Um, my name is Beth Brooker. I live here in Norfolk. And I just wanted to say I appreciate very much the fact that y'all want to take the time and study, get the facts, do your due diligence on all those trees on Northampton Boulevard. I wish you'd have done the same thing with the Hershey Bar um, instead of wanting to pave that and make it a parking lot. Um, I'm very glad to see you here, Ms. Johnson. I do have a question for you. On your Facebook page, um, you made, somebody made a comment to you about saving the Hershey bar and you put three of these little laugh things underneath it. And I found that very insulting as one of your constituents and um, a patron of the bar. So I'd like to ask you why you did that. Miss um, Brooker. Can I uh, ask that? This is, new, this is new business. You can, uh, you have three minutes, but you cannot uh, I can't question, address. question the council members. Uh, okay. What, yeah. Okay. Um, but I do just want to say that um, the Hershey Bar, as y'all heard at your last meeting, um, it is a gay icon, um, iconic building, iconic for a lot of reasons to a lot of people here in Norfolk and all over Hampton Roads. And I would like to ask that you would, if we can't save the building, help the owners relocate, whether it's helping them find a place giving them money to help open, whether it's through their liquor license or whatever it may be, something to help them make that happen a little bit easier so that all of us who treasure that place and find it as a safe place to go can continue to go there. Thank you. Thank you. Frankie uh, Bisiski. Hello, my name is uh, Frankie Bozitsky. I live at 901 Central Avenue, Norfolk, Virginia. I read last week, so I have a friend that I'm going to read for. 
Good evening, my name is Pebbles uh, Holland. I live at 30 Greenwell Drive, Hampton, Virginia. I was one of the first who entered HB's 35 years ago. If there would have been a lost and found box, I would have been placed in and out of it over and over again. Uh, I've experienced a lot of love and hate, laugh, been laughed at and been displaced. This place is not just in my heart. How is it possible to take and build our, com our community anyplace else? With all due respect, close your eyes. Now picture this was happening to you. Thank you. I love you, Annette and Billy. Barbara James. Hi. I'm Barbara James. I live in Azalea Acres in Norfolk. When I first heard of the impending closure of Hershey Bar, I was saddened. I've been a patron since the late 80s and have gotten to know some wonderful people there over the last 30 years. My initial thought was, it's okay, Annette will find us a new place. Annette has been such a protector for us over these years, so I assumed that Mama would take care of her children, no big deal. Later that evening, it hit me, the familiar sinking feeling that maybe this was happening because we were LGBT. The feeling that no matter how many times we climb up this hill of fighting for our right to be, someone is always there to knock us back down again. I am a fan of logic and discourse, so I push those thoughts back, willing to give my city and this council the benefit of the doubt. I offered my benefit of the doubt to the fact that perhaps this was just business, just a simple land sale, all about money. When I learned that there were no immediate plans for the property, it was very hard to maintain that benefit of the doubt. I discussed the issue with my friends and had a meeting here with a very gracious Ms. McClellan. I opened my benefit of doubt to the idea that maybe there are two sides of this story. I was offered advice that we should do some crowdfunding and discuss a business plan for a new direction. Those were both fair points. I was able to thinly stretch my benefit of the doubt two weeks ago when Ms. Johnson's chair was empty, leaving her unable to hear our concerns. Um, then yesterday I saw a Facebook post. In the comments of a post by Ms. Johnson on her reelection, a woman congratulated her, then said, now, quote, now save a landmark in our community, the Hershey Lounge. And Ms. Johnson's reply was three laughing emojis like this. <clears throat> Those three simple keystrokes have erased every shred of my benefit of doubt. I'm now convinced that, at best, we are citizens of Norfolk that are being completely dismissed by our elected officials. At worst, we are being targeted because we are LGBT. I've heard here and in the local press that there's a need for a civil rights commission in Norfolk. I would like to second that. It's clear to me that Norfolk is not as inclusive and diverse as they would like to have their citizens believe. Being gay for me means more than waving a rainbow flag uh, one weekend in June. I urge this council again to please reconsider the destruction of our home, HBs. Thank you. Thank you. Hannah Demaquest. Hannah, I think. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Um, 5729 Azalea Garden Road. I'm here today as a teenager, or as you may call, a child. I just wanted to say a few words. I'm here for my parent, for everyone around me, because you're taking a piece of their heart away by 
tearing down Hershey Bar. It's not every day you find a place who accepts you for you, a gay, a lesbian, a bisexual, transgender, anything. Hershey Bar accepts you for you, and you're taking it away by turning it into a parking lot. I know for a fact when my parents were kids, they weren't accepted for who they were and are. A lot of women in here and men went through it. So before you go tearing Hershey Bar down, think of the people you're hurting and affecting. Thank you. Thank you. Mary James. <coughs> Good evening. My name is Mary James. I live at 5729 Azalea Garden Road. Last time I came here, I spoke to you about some personal issues my wife and I faced growing up and how the Hershey Bar helped us when we faced those difficult times. Today, I come to you as a concerned citizen. I live about a, a mile and a half away from our beloved Hershey Bar. Between my home and Hershey lies the most dangerous street in Norfolk according to Ulysses Turner, school board member. Alexander Street is in Ward 3, your ward, Ms. Johnson, almost right in the middle of it. I'd like to point out that even Mr. Riddick told the pilot in 2010 that the whole street needs to be redeveloped. The Housing Authority and the city need to recognize that this is one of the worst spots in Norfolk and we need to go in, acquire properties, and change the whole landscape. So you're working on getting properties. But in the meantime, your plans are to tear down a small business that provides security guards, surveillance cameras, in order to build a green space, a parking lot. I'd like to show you an infographic that I printed. I have one for each of you. Please see the officer. This is a map of the crime in the area since January of this year. You notice that, I'll wait if you need me to. No, you need to continue, you have okay. three minutes. Um, you can notice that there's crime everywhere. But if you look at that map, I've highlighted for you a small area in the, in the middle. That's the Hershey bar. Three. Three crimes in that space since January. All three of them vehicle break-ins. That's because of our security, the, secu the security that the Hershey bar provides. That's because of our cameras and security guards. So what do you think is going to happen to the space when you turn it into a parking lot or a green space? With no cameras, no security guards, no business. All that crime that you see everywhere else in that 1,500 feet that that map covers, all of that is going to be in our neighborhoods. Mr. Riddick, you have business right there on Norview Avenue, and I live on Azalea Garden. In 2016, the city of Norfolk was statistically more dangerous than New York City, Chicago, and Philadelphia. 1,954 crimes occurred within a quarter mile of Alexander Street in 2016 alone. When shots rang out on Alexander, I hear them at my house. Much like most of you, I have children. I have grandchildren. 
I don't want to live in fear that those shots are going to come closer and closer to my home. That's my concern. Thank you. Thank you. Alma Kisselman. I'm Alma Kessling. I live at 4535 Bankhead Avenue. Uh, I don't use Facebook anymore. <laughs> I've taken myself off of it. But what I've come to talk about is not just the Hershey Lounge, but the Greater Norview Task Force that the city and the civic leagues in the area got together and made up a plan. And I have a stack of these. And it tells who attended the meetings. And I believe it was once a month. It was as far back as um, 2013. But we had the Coopers. We had Annette Stone, Bill Kessling. So I mean, we went to these meetings and we drew up plans. I think we even had um, someone come in from an architecture firm and made a beautiful mock-up of what the downtown looks like. But at no time did any of those plans show us tearing down the building on that corner where the tax place is at. And as I'm, if I'm not mistaken, these go back as far as 1992. So I mean, we've been at this a long time, and we've been begging for money, and, and we've been told there isn't any money. But suddenly there is money, and there was money for Mr. Cooper. But no one came to these meetings and let us know that there was money in the coffers to do anything with our plan. So somebody else has a plan, and we don't know what it is in the communities. But we all started out with a plan, and we would like to know what it is. Now, everybody has their suspicions, but as it stands right now, we don't need a parking lot for the businesses that we have on Sewell's Point Road. I mean, all you have to do is drive down it. You can see that we don't need a parking lot for it. So we don't need this building gone. Another, the reason I brought this one was because at this meeting, we made a, an attempt to help a pawn shop owner who I believe on, it was the corner of Sewell's Point and Green Street is where he used to be. But we set aside some of the, um, the PCO and allowed him to move from his building into the bank building. And so we discussed this. So he got to move, and now he, he's in the bank building, and he's operating again. So if we could do this for him, we should be able to do this for the Hershey Lounge. And we should be able to do it within the community. Because that's, that's what this is all about. It, it bothers me that money came into this and nobody bothered to tell us at the task force meetings. Thank you. Thank you. William Kislin. My name is William Kessling. I reside 4535 Bankhead Avenue, Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I attended the last task force meeting and uh, I was hoping very much to get to talk to you, um, Mrs. Johnson. And uh, I'm very sorry to hear that you had a death in the family. And I hope you're recovering well from the operation that you just had. Um, 
while we attended all these uh, what five points task force and um, now it's the Greater Norview. I can't remember what it's called now. It's all essentially the same meeting, and I was at at the time uh, Civic League president, and I attended those meetings on a pretty regular basis, and uh, gave it, I wasn't real happy to go attend the meetings to be honest with you because my input never seemed to get very far, but I felt I needed to represent the people who elected me to be the president of the Civic League. And uh, during that time, I became acquainted with Annette Stone, Mr. Kindle, and developed quite a relationship with them. I've used their facility to hold uh, independent newspaper meetings. They welcomed us in and uh, quite frequently would even feed the entire group of people, of like 10 people, for nothing. They would just feed us. Um, they're wonderful people. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have businesses and uh, you support little league teams periodically and you back of the room you got a couple little statues once in a while shows you supported something you ought to see the I love me wall the Hershey wall Hershey bar has For 35 years they've been doing this community work they got softball bowling pool tournaments everything in the community all people were welcome um, they made sure though made it clear that the gay community was equally as welcome. But um, they were inclusive in the neighborhood. They worked with the things. They'd gone to the meetings with the city. And uh, the key thing that I, I saw in the meetings was it gave everybody an audience. It gave everybody a chance to talk, everybody some opportunity to be heard. And the city, with this, tried to work with the, uh, the business owners, the landowners, and try to maintain the area and come up with plans and try to work out problems. Um, one of the big problems that the area has right now is there's no businesses there. When I was attending the meetings and stuff, we still had a supermarket. We still had Valero's gas station working there. These businesses have all gone to the wayside for whatever reason. But um, I was hoping that after the previous city council meeting that I would hear something maybe tonight something promising because the infantis Coopers owned the building. Annette and Billy's, Billy Tyndall did everything to that building. It used to be a printing shop. Now it became a restaurant. Changing from a printing shop to a restaurant with bathrooms, a kitchen, ductwork, and stuff like that, the costs are, you know, very high. And I, I don't believe that they're going to have the funds to just vacate the building and going with HRSD on you know, um, Hampton Roads development, whatever you call it, um, to open up you know another venue and stuff like that requires a big infrastructure money down to to redo a building unless it's already a club or a nightclub already, you know just talking to somebody down at the city's not going to help them. Thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. John Leach. All right, my name is uh, John Thomas Leach. This is going to be short and sweet. <laughs> I like Ned Stone, and I like Billy, and uh, Brendan over there helped me a lot, too. He's like a boss to me. He helped me a lot. Billy and Annette helped me. Almost lost my house. If it wasn't that man right there, Brendan, Billy, and Annette, I'd be on the street. There are fine people. I don't know why y'all doing this, letting this place go. I'm straight. I work there. 
I got nice people there. I mean, the people are super nice. I don't know why you're doing it. Thank you. Robin Love. Good evening, council members. Good evening. Um, I am here again to impress upon you the importance of the Hershey Bar to Norfolk's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community, a community that often does not feel included and accepted by the larger communities of city, state, and country. Norfolk City Council has a vision statement that says in part, Norfolk is a national leader in the quality of life offered to all its citizens. This is achieved through effective partnerships between city government and its constituents. As a result, Norfolk is a physically attractive, socially supportive, and financially sound city. Here, the sense of community is strong, and that sense of community exists citywide. In short, community building is important to, to Norfolk. But in pushing out the Hershey Bar, City Council, whether it intends to or not, is signaling to its LGBT citizens that we are not included in the vision, in the city's vision of community. I urge you to better consider the LGBT citizens of Norfolk as you endeavor to increase the city's overall sense of community, for we are part of the fabric that makes the city great. Beyond being taxpayers, we serve our city in myriad ways. We are critically engaged and no one embodies the spirit, the spirit of civic engagement more than the owners of the Hershey Bar, who, as you have heard tonight and at last city council meeting, provide support to some of Norfolk's most vulnerable people by providing meals, shelter, financial support, and a sense of belonging. This is community at its noblest. I'm certain that city council can find a way to work with Annette Stone and Bill Tyndall toward a solution to preserve the Hershey Bar, and in doing so, foster community in a truly socially supportive city. Thank you. Thank you. Sandra Pryor. Hello, I'm Sandra Pryor, and I live in Hampton, Virginia, and I'd like to thank members of the council for welcoming input from people who are not um, residing in Norfolk. And I teach history at Old Dominion University, and I'd like to, in addition to the comments already made, I'd like to also ask you to consider the historical value of the Hershey Bar as a potential future historical landmark, and also the message that it sends of inclusivity and diversity in the city, and the message that preserving it could send to the greater community. In I'm thinking in terms of the growth of the city, of tourism. Norfolk so long has been in the shadow of Virginia Beach. But you know, from working here, I see what a beautiful city it is, how attractive it is on its own. And as a small business that provides these community services, it's a model for other businesses and members of the community as well. And I am not a member of the LGBT community, but I'm here because I believe these values are important for everyone. And I'd also like to thank you for considering the developing the green space, the impact on the trees, but consider when these developments are made. Again, do we really need the parking lot in opposition to all of these other values? Thank you. Thank you. Kathleen Rhodes. Good 
Good evening, I'm Kathleen Rhodes. I reside in Norfolk, um, and I teach queer studies at ODU and direct the Tidewater Queer History Project. At last month's meeting, we were urged to move on, to adjust to change and progress. And some of you expressed sympathy, but it was clear to me that you didn't quite understand the scope of your decision. To really understand the value of saving not just a bar, but a gay bar. The two aren't the same. In a 2016 article after the shooting at Pulse nightclub in Orlando, writer Patrick Sisson said of gay bars, quote, despite the massive strides made in the last few decades, the shocking horror of the weekend's shootings made clear the continued relevance and importance of these bars and nightclubs. Gay nightlife has always served as vital space for community building and escaping societal persecution. Um, LGBTQ people have not been, and sometimes still aren't, welcome in straight spaces. If you're a heterosexual person, you can easily go to, to school, church, restaurants, and thousands of other places without worrying about your sexual orientation. You might have other worries like race or gender, but you don't have to be concerned that people won't want you there or whisper about you or give you a dirty look because you're straight. More importantly, when you go home, it will likely be a safe place for you. You have all of these spaces, all of these buildings to cradle, comfort, and protect you. LGBTQ people aren't as lucky. Bars mean something to us because they have for decades literally held us. They've sometimes been the only places we could call our own, and yet people have waited to beat and harass us. Military police have parked outside bars, recording license plate numbers, and cities like Norfolk, including Norfolk, have raided those spaces. Every one of those examples is a part of Norfolk history. That is why we will not just get over this. We will not move on in the name of progress, in the name of change, and should you suggest again that we do so, you'll be revealing yourself as woefully out of touch with LGBTQ constituents. And we have always been a force to be reckoned with. We have survived violence and hatred. We have thrived despite state-sanctioned discrimination. We are a force. It is not enough to offer Annette and Bill a list of available properties. I'd urge you to reconsider demolishing this bar, to think about why this particular space is so important. But the least you can do, the very least, is to offer some sort of financial help in relocating. LGBTQ people in this very region, in this very city, have endured the violence and indignities I've already described, sometimes directly at the hands of the city. Norfolk's LGBTQ citizens deserve your attention now, not to undo the past, but as a good faith measure that we are moving in the right direction. I often caution my students to remember that racism, sexism, homophobia, and so many other social ills don't just slowly fade away. There are peaks and valleys in any movement for justice. There are steps forward and there are steps backward. Don't let Norfolk history remember you as a step backward. Take a strong, decisive step forward. Thank you. Thank you. Susan Russell. Hi, my name is Susan Russell. I live in Norfolk, and I've known Billy Tyndall and Annette Stone for like eight years now. Um, I've seen them. I've seen them take money 
from their pockets to help individuals that has lost their apartment. I've seen them also feed the community Thanksgiving, Christmas, and also have benefits to help people when they have diseases um, and they can't work anymore. And um, they've just been a blessing to the community also because the girls or the guys or whomever can come there and Annette can talk to them when they're having difficulty in their family life. She counsels them. And Billy himself is, is just like a daddy to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Helen Sharp. Good evening, City Council. My name is Helen Sharp. I'm a student at Old Dominion. I reside in Ward 2 in Roland Park. And first of all, I'd just like to say you are not a fraternity. Fraternities like to party. You guys don't like to party. Because if you did, you would be shutting down a bar. Hershey Bar is a bar that I've always known. It's only right down the street from where I live. But I never went in there. Because I'm only 19 years old, you know? Gotta be 21 to drink. But it was like a home to many of my friends. They always went there, had amazing times. It was just a, like, it was a second home for these people. I don't think you guys see how like discriminatory this is towards the LGBTQ community. That's why there should be a human, right, human rights commission here in Norfolk. Virginia Beach has one. I believe Williamsburg has, has one too. But if you wanna be progressive, move forward and let's do this. I mean, I've been studying the Human Rights Council for the United Nations since I was in the 10th grade when I worked for the UN one day. I go to Old Dominion, study IR, poli-sci, and you guys would know this if you checked your emails. Thank you, Ms. Andrea, for answering back. Any more questions, feel free to email me. Thank you. Thank you. This uh, concludes our new business. I do see uh, Randy Baker. Randy, your... Um, recommendation for denial from the Planning Commission is not scheduled for tonight, it's scheduled for July 24th. Um, but I do acknowledge that you're here, okay? All right, this concludes the, the council meeting.